Welcome to Spot Hidden. I'm London Carlisle, the keeper of arcane lore. Watch us live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash spot hidden. Now, without further ado, roll for sanity. Hello, welcome back to Spot Hidden. Um, things are kind of weird and different tonight. Uh, London is going to be on Stream of Blood later, so I'm DMing tonight. And, uh... Yeah, he'll be finished or starting around the time we're finishing up. So I'm game meowster. Uh, you'll understand that in a second. But for now, let's bring up Matt and Hudson. There we go. Hello. 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 <laughs> okay. So tonight we are playing Library Cats. It is a hack of lasers and feelings. Um, it's. Carly, exactly real quick, what, what is like? lasers and feelings? Okay, sorry. I should have Brief summary, with that. three sentences. That's all we need. Um, it was originally a Star Trek RPG created by John Harper. Mm. It uses only a D6, like and that. it is two pages. I like it. Is that three sentences? Sure. Short and sweet. Yes, Short and sweet. To the point. Um, but <laughs> yeah, this is called Library Cats. It is by Roxanne Reddy. Uh, I found this on itch.io, itch.io, however you say that. Um, you can search it on there. It's a pay-what-you-want thing. It's, I'm very excited about it. Uh, so the system itself uses D6, like I said. I'm just going to do a quick little explain so how it works itself, for everyone. Um, basically, you guys assigned your cats a number between two and five. Um, a higher number, I'm just reading off my notes, <laughs> a higher number means that you're better at librarian things, and a lower number means you're better at cat things. So librarian things are anything that isn't being a cat. Uh, the example they give is studying, organizing, typing, explaining, and anything like that. Um, and to succeed on a librarian role, you want to roll under the number that you assign to your cat. So, Hudson, yours is two, right? Are you sticking uh, with two? Yeah, I'm sticking with two. Yeah, you're a bad librarian. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be really hard for you to do librarian stuff. But for cat stuff, so anything that relates to being a cat specifically, you'll be really good at because you want to roll above your number. Oh, yeah. And to decide when you roll, it's whenever you do anything that's risky in any way. And the amount of dice that you roll will depend on your specialties and your spells that you chose for your cat, which we'll get into in a minute. But the more successes you get, the better things go. And then um, if you roll your exact number, that makes you a fancy cat. Mm. And that yeah. basically just means that y'all get to ask me a question um, related to the task. Y'all get like special insight and I have to answer it honestly. <laughs> so wow. yeah, it's pretty straightforward. All um, right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, do you guys? I, I was gonna go with five anyway, and I rolled a five, so I think that's the destined number. There you go. Perfect. And yes, the cats do get spells. This is gonna be great. <laughs> so, I'm where are just we starting? Start a little, yes, little intro that I wrote to kind of introduce the whole little setting. Um, there is a simple ivy-covered bookshop on the main square of town, known as Page Turners. It's a quiet establishment, not getting much business besides a few regulars, and most of the locals wonder how in the world the place hasn't shut down yet. But a select few know this reason. The door marked employees only leads not to a stockroom, but the repository. It's a vast library containing endless amounts of knowledge. 
A copy of almost every written piece of literature to ever exist is stored here, along with magical artifacts, spell tomes, and a few odd things that no one's quite sure what they are. Um, but the repository naturally requires quite a few librarians. And who would be better to watch over this library than a clouder of magical house cats? These cats can be found climbing the shelves all day long, hunting any mice or pests that may make their way into the repository, and leading patrons to any book that they may be searching for. And this is where we meet two very special cats. Uh, Matt, do you want to introduce Sir McSquimpus first? What, are, what is Sir McSquimpus doing right now? Sir McSquimpus is sitting... Are there windows in this library? Meowster? Uh, yes, they're not necessarily looking out somewhere. You don't really know where they're looking out to, but they're enchanted in some way. Okay, is there light coming from him? That's what's important. Yes, there is light coming okay, from him. Okay, yeah, sure. so he's not looking out the window. Sir McSquimpus is standing as a silhouette with a reminiscent cape along his, uh, the back of his beautiful gray Persian fur. Uh, he is a Persian cat, very fluffy. He's gray with a strong white mane that goes around. And as mentioned, he has a, a little cape uh, that, you know, uh, that he's wearing here. Uh, Sir McSquimpus is very proud of his knighthood, and he will not be uh, uh, insulted in that manner. And he's okay. proud of his... That's where it ended. I just want to see if I can keep going. All right. Let's... <laughs> uh, real quick. So for your cat in character creation, you got to choose, as you said, Persian. So that's your breed. Uh, accessory is your, your cape. Um, so your personality was snooty. And what are your spells and your specialty? Yeah, that's that was going to be the question I had for you, Keeper. Or, uh, yeah. Master. So how, how does this work? So your spells and your specialty basically gives you an opportunity to roll more dice. Um, so the amount of dice that succeed, you can have up to three successes. So the amount of dice that succeed tells you how well something goes. Um, if none of your dice succeed, everything goes wrong. Like, it's it's a very bad outcome. Uh, if one die succeeds, you barely manage it, um, and then you get some sort of complication or harm. But the amount of dice, you can roll more than one dice if you do something that specifically relates to your specialty or your spell. So, I, you told me in text what your spell was. I did not write it down. What was your spell again? I believe I picked, uh, so he's snooty, and he has a control, is that a specialty? Yes, that is a specialty. We um, are going to have to look up what these spells were because now <laughs> Matthew does not remember he what he did. in the group message. I, I did. was not at my computer where I could write it down earlier. So And I forgot to write it. And this is so unprofessional. Was it hunting? I want to think it was hunting. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the zooming. I'm very good at zooming. Zooming. Yes, zooming. Yes. So since your specialty is, or your spell rather, is zooming... Um, anytime you do something so that's related to basically having the zoomies, so like if you have to run really fast to accomplish something, you will get a bonus die because that is your spell. So that's, you know, what you're proficient in, I guess, would be what this would, the equivalent of this. I thought he was good at Zoom meetings. That, that too. too. Okay. Yeah, he, yeah, he is the one facilitating. Well, it doubles, right? Like I'm really fast to set up Zoom meetings. So if I'm setting up Zoom meeting and I'm rushing to it, that I think that triples, right? Mm, yes. Yeah, so, for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you get to use your bonus die and both of those succeed, then you do it well. You know, it goes according to plan. Exactly what you wanted to happen happens. 
And then it, you can also get another die if you want to, um, you know, use your specialty as well. So control, so anything. So don't use this. This is just an example. <laughs> so like, you know how in um, one of the Star Wars movies, I don't remember which one, I'm sorry, Hudson, Luke okay. like trips the AT-ATs by wrapping around them. Yeah, Empire Strikes that Back. Would be, yeah. yeah, that would be an <laughs> example kind of of zooming and also control. Oh yeah. I'm so sorry, that this will is... give you two bonus die, so you can roll three successes. And if that happens, that is a critical success, um, and you get an extra effect that I get to decide. So basically, it goes really well, and I tell you how it goes well. Oh, I'm so. sorry. I was listening to every word, uh, Meowster, but also I want to have a full episode where we just drop quotes from movies through the 70s and 80s and time how quickly Hudson can name it. Anyway. Yeah, honestly, um, <laughs> that's just every second at this point. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So great. So, uh, yeah, so, so yeah, that kind of explains it. It's it's one of those games that's easier to pick up on as you play. Yes. Um, there is another version of this that's like Mothman related. I've played this with my friends that they, I'm going to be honest, it was just based off me explaining what to do. So... <laughs> <laughs> great fantastic it, it's easy to pick up on. It's a very easy system okay so yeah that is sir mcsquimpus just basking in sunlight looking regal just his, his knighthood yes, it's the cape it's the cape that does it. it's the cape what is sylvester doing so yeah so sylvester is just kind of hanging out just hanging out on top of a, a bookshelf just looking around you know seeing if there's any small like pest maybe a rat or a mouse like wandering around okay just chilling just enjoying enjoying the library all right yeah so what is um sylvester like what are his traits that he has yes yeah, so sylvester he's a, a tabby cat his uh coat of fur is black and he has on a uh, white boots a, a tabby cat um, he's his, a his uh, personality is friendly is his spells and speciality the spells are uh sneaking and his speciality is defense and uh okay. yeah yeah i like it all right i dig it wait wait what was this uh yeah white boots you said yeah white boots yeah, yeah. that is adorable his little accessory is yeah he's actually so, yeah, uh, free cat. <laughs> yeah i told oh, sorry, I told Matt earlier I, I based my character off my cat who passed away five years ago. His name was Sylvester. So, Aww. yeah. Oh, yeah. He also has a white streak down his nose. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Makes me think of um, Sylvester from Tweety Bird. I love it. Yeah. Well, that, that's why we named that's him. That's where, yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing that, like, actual cats. Anyways. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, it's cool that he looked like that, too. Um, so yeah, you guys are just kind of minding your own business, just going about your day as a librarian. Um, Sylvester, you have a pretty good vantage point sitting on top of one of the shelves. You watch as this little mechanical golem just kind of creaks by just watching. I'm not going to call it a golem. That's kind of iffy. Mechanical construct. Uh, and he's just kind of fixing books as he goes along, just kind of walking around. So um, Can I walk or, uh, you know, kind of along the shelf, maybe the third shelf up on this bookshelf right behind him and just uh, pull one down? Yes, you can. Uh, yes! You know what? We're gonna have you already... Well, that's not... 
No, that's pretty risky, <laughs> I'm gonna say. I hate to make you roll this quickly, but just to get into the hang of rolling, we're gonna do a couple real quick. Um, so yeah, go ahead and roll for me. Uh, that would be... That's not really related to your spells or specialties, so just one die. Alright, well I rolled a six, and I can move my camera to show you. Okay. Uh, would and you, you like have to see? a five, so that is a success. That's pretty neat. Do I have to roll again? That is pretty neat. What? Do I have to roll again? No, you're good. Great. Um, you do get a success. Uh, so you do manage to knock this book off that uh, this construct just kind of straightened up. And you watch as he just turns around slowly and just looks at you as you're just kind of perched on the shelf, just paw still out. <laughs> And he just kind of does a motion of a sigh and just turns and continues walking. Hmm. <laughs> you watch as um as this happens, you see um a calico actually come along the ground and approach you. He looks up at you and goes Cerbic Squipus. What is it? He worked really hard. To straighten those books, and you're out here just knocking them off. You know that's really rude. You recognize this is Duck Paul. He is, um, he's really into reorganizing these books. A little too much, you think? Like he spends all day just reorganizing these shelves. Just, it's like he has nothing better to do, honestly, and he probably doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps I wanted to make sure. This machine was still in check, Duck Paul. Ugh. And you watch as he just kind of like wiggles the book and just kind of nudges it back up on the bottom shelf. It's not where it's supposed to be, but he doesn't have time to really worry about it right now. He's just getting it on the shelf in the right section. He'll come back and do it later. And he just kind of flicks his tail and turns around. Get wrecked. <laughs> 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 All right. So yeah. This is great. I, is I already love this game. <laughs> Your cats. I mean, just do cat things, man. Yeah. I'm. So what is it? What what kind of square footage are we looking at with this library? How you know? You may have already said it, but how? You know, what is our our? Are we talking like like Harry Potter, just never ending sort of thing? Or yeah, we... it's kind of never ending. Like, there's not. It's not never-ending, but it is incredibly vast. There's enough people to tend all of it that you haven't explored the whole library. Like, Got you it. just... Yeah, it is... Like I said, it contains all knowledge. Well, so. my umizumi skills, we're about to change that. Gonna get mm. every nook and cranny. Oh, dear. Also, forgive the quality of me tonight. I'm on my phone because my computer won't work, so... <laughs> well, you sound yeah, great. There's um, no worries. So the two of you are kind of on the same shelf, right? I suppose. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Are, are we? Sir? How, how do you pronounce that? McSquimpus? There you go. McSquimpus. Okay. I was hoping I was saying McSquimpus. Yes. I just got called out for using my froppy voice. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> So are me and uh, Sir McSquimpus like near each other at this point, where I can yeah, talk to him? Yeah, if he climbs, 
shelf. You're kind of on top of it. Okay. But you guys are fairly close together. Okay. Hello, uh, Sylvester, is it? Yeah, what's up, McSquimpus? <laughs> I mean, uh, Sir McSquimpus. Why don't you come up here and uh, take a load off? Take a load off? What? Yeah, you know, just chill. Hang out. This is just a big chill factory for you, Sylvester? Uh, pretty much, you know. I like to chill, just hang out, you know, uh, tell a couple of jokes, you know. Jokes. <laughs> Sir McSquimpus and his duties are much more vast than your jokes. <laughs> you said duty. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be the one laughing at this. <laughs> Child. And, uh, Scrimpus just arches his back and kind of looks for uh, looks for something else going on, maybe something to get his attention. Okay, um, you guys are fairly close to the lobby, um, kind of not the lobby, but like the main atrium kind of area, the central area where everyone enters from. Uh, you notice that there is so in the creation of like your characters and everything, you guys also picked library traits. You get two positive library traits and one negative. Um, one positive was actually a friendly mechanical construct helps tend the staff. You get so two positive library traits and one negative. Um, um, one positive the other one that you guys chose, you chose a water feature with a never-ending supply of fish. And this is what Sir McSquimpus is kind of, this is what catches his attention. He realizes like, oh, oh, there's this nice little like pond fountain here that's just got a couple of bunch of different fish just kind of splashing around in it and he's he's thinking he might want a little snack so are we talking koi are we talking goldfish what are we looking at maybe some clownfish uh, yeah there's definitely like mostly koi in there i feel like there's um a couple of like smaller goldfish for like the kittens and stuff to kind of grab the interns they would be yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh he's gonna jump on down and yeah. uh uh kind of prance, not prance, but very elegantly walk over and peek his head in. Um, so, yeah, is, is is this customary for him to grab his own fish or is someone grabbing a fish for him? Um, well, there's uh, there's actually like a old looking kind of tabby cat, brown tabby cat, that's usually hanging around the fountain. It's not his job to grab the fish, but he gets really into it. So he's always like you want a fish? You want a fish? Here, I got you a fish. And he's like always just handing out fish as people walk past. You get the feeling he just really likes <laughs> catching them. What's his name? Um, he's also like by some dead stinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you say his name was? Trout Leap is his name. Did you say Trout Leap? Trout Leap, yes. That's, wow. Yeah. Um. I went to warrior <laughs> cat names for this, if you couldn't tell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We've um, had duck paw, we got trout leap, we, we got them all. <laughs> uh, trout leap, is there anything on the uh, chef's special menu tonight? I don't, I don't cook them, I mean, that kind of ruins it here. And he just, you watch as he just fishes a paw and doesn't even look, and he just pulls up a small goldfish just on one claw. <laughs> you don't want to ruin your meal. And he just holds it out to you. Oh, and uh, I'll take that. And 
Just one little paw, like Cass, you're just like a, like a cup. Okay. Just trying to be as prim and proper as you can. You just kind of get this, and he just goes, eh, no accounting for taste. Apparently this so. This voice has changed like four times <laughs> since I started it. No, you're good, you're good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to dig into this fish. Yeah, you're just snacking down on this poor little goldfish that he just snacked out, snapped out, snatched out. Um, and as this happens, you actually notice something splash into the fountain from above. Well, in the meantime, when I'm when I'm digging in, uh, so uh, Mix Crimpus has has that noise that some cats make, where it's just like as yep. he's eating. So yep. that's what's... <laughs> yes. Um, I. <laughs> I have never been around a cat for a prolonged period of time because I'm deathly allergic. So I don't super know, but like I know from what I've seen, I've never experienced it, but right, I'm living so, vicariously through this game right now. So, so. so I'm, he's, he's, he's in it and then, so something splashes, it's going to catch his attention. What is, what just? Yeah. And Sylvester, you actually, um, noticed this, something kind of fall from one of the upper floors. Okay. And, um. Both of you guys look in, and you see that it's a footstool, just kind of splashing around in the fountain, almost playing in it. Uh, Sylvester jumps down from the bookshelf and uh, goes up to Sir McSquimpus. Is like, hey, did you see that? Perhaps I did. Do you? That's pretty crazy. Do you possibly know what uh, what that's doing in there? Did you knock that down, Sylvester? Uh, no, I was up on that bookshelf, and that came from that way. And you guys know, like, you work here. This is a magical library. The furniture is not magical. There's a few, like, artifacts and things that are, but the furniture typically doesn't flop around in fountains. This is not a common occurrence. Seems like one of your pranks, Sylvester. Child Leap, what is that stool doing in the pond? And you look over and Trout Leap is like frantically just riding this thing kind of like a bucking bull. Like just <laughs> trying to get it out of the fountain at this point. He's like, no, the fish, the fish, it's gonna mess up the fish. He's just trying to wrangle this as best he can. So is it moving like, or is he riding like a boat? No, like it's moving. Like, you know, the footstool in Beauty and the Beast that like runs oh around like gosh. a dog. It's like mm -hmm. that. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is like, when I say it's splashing around, it is like physically moving like it's on all fours splashing around. Hmm. Is, is this new to us or is... Yes, this is okay. definitely new to you because everything that would be capable of this would be locked up in the artifact room. Um, or in the artifacts section, I guess. It's not just one room. There's a decent amount of artifacts in here. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> Seems he has this under control. Sylvester, how about you go and help him? Uh, sure. Why not? And uh, Sylvester is going to uh, jump, I guess, or leap onto the, the mechanical bull contraption uh, thing and uh, see see what he can do to help uh, this cat. Alright, um, let's see here. You are 
defense. I'll say since you're trying to help the cat, you're kind of like trying to control. Well, that's more control, but like you're trying to stop this thing. That that seems defensive to me. Um, so I'm going to have you roll 2d6 and tell me what you get either successes on any of them. You need to roll above a 2 to, for it to be a success. Okay. So I got a 5. Okay, so that's one success. Roll one more. I hope this doesn't ruin the stain on the stool. And then I got a 3. Okay, so that is two successes. You do it. Um, Am I a fancy cat? <laughs> So no, you have to roll cat? a two to get a fancy <laughs> oh, cat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you have to roll your exact number. You're not a fancy cat yet. I'm sorry. You'll get there. <laughs> so, uh, we watch as Sylvester just leaps onto this footstool that's just bucking like a bull, and he just kind of all fours it out, like when a cat gets upset and just kind of arches their back. This is Sylvester right now, just trying to control, like, contain this thing as best he can, help trout leap kind of stay on it not be flung off into who knows where um and eventually this stool kind of calms down a bit it's still kind of twitching but it's it's not utterly destroying this fountain anymore excellent yeah uh sir mcsquimpus it looks like i sir sylvester have it all under control it appears so onto the uh, quite heroic cat this evening, stopping that pond from a stool and all. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are so snooty. Really, just adding to all of this, just hearing him. <laughs> it appears um, this is something not like the typical occurrence here. What's it? Wait, what's yeah. it? Trout leap. Do you know where this but came from? I don't know. I was just hanging out and I just saw it fall from up there. It came from the second floor. There's a, I mean, there's a little sitting area up there. It looks like one of the, the footstools from it. This voice has changed so much. No, it's no, just, you're good, I can't you're good. keep the Joe Pesci like going. Well, come along, Sylvester. It seems we have some investigation to do. Well, lead on, Sir Knight. All right, so you guys head up. Um, gosh, I love that he's a knight. I love this so much. You guys head up. There's the spiral staircase that leads up to the landing up there. Um, and as you guys kind of climb this staircase, you walk around the corner and you see it's not just that footstool. Some of the chairs are kind of moving in a weird way that chairs shouldn't move like that but the most most notable thing that you see going on is there's a mounted fish like a large marlin on the wall and it is like a billy bass just kind of flopping around just singing just absolute nonsense just like an old sea shanty <laughs> singing the wellerman song <laughs> oh man this once again this does not normally happen. <laughs> so we got moving furniture. And we got a moving uh, Marlin. Moving Marlin. That's what we call them. Moving Marlin. Hmm. This is quite extraordinary. 
Sir McSquintus, uh, you're kind of uh, a higher up around these parts. Have you ever seen anything like this before? <clears throat> well, n not in all my days, Sylvester. Um, appreciate you noticing my uh, prestige around here. However, uh, seems I have no idea what is happening. You guys see that there are a couple patrons up here that are just kind of looking around, not really knowing what to do. They're even more freaked out than you guys are. Uh, like, they, you know, this isn't their thing to deal with. They're not super good with this. So you just see the most notable is a wizard that she is wearing, like very, like the classic pointy hat, like long robe, purple robe. And she's just frantically looking around like, did I do this? D did I cast the spell? Oh no! And she's like flipping through her spell book, like trying to find out, like if she accidentally read something aloud, or she doesn't know what happened. Now, are, are these humans, or are all these yeah. also cats? This is a human. Okay. Uh, There's so all let's... sorts of patrons come in here. You see humans, elves, ogres, okay, any cool. sort of fantasy being you can imagine has come in here before. Um, Sylvester would like to go up and start uh, rubbing his body on the leg of this uh, wizard just to uh, calm him down because it seems like they're a little frantic. Okay. She's just like flipping through a book and she feels this. She goes, oh, 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 hello there. And she just kind of like crouches down. Um, she She's like a regular here. So she knows you're a librarian, not like a pet kind of thing. So she's not going to treat you like a weird pet, but she just kind of sticks her hand out, you know, like you do to cats when you first meet them, so. Uh, Squimpus, seeing this, would like to, um, jump, or, you know, rush over and jump up onto this table where her, where the uh, wizard's book is, and sit directly in front of the book, staring I at... I should say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Staring at the wizard, and, uh, okay. if he catches their eye, just paw on book. I should say, you guys are magical cats. You can speak to humans. Okay, so it just um, got much weirder with Sylvester excellent. rubbing himself. <laughs> yeah, it did. For sure. It's good, so. it's good. <laughs> yeah. I should have led with that. That's my bad. But it kind of made for good, some good good RP going on. <laughs> um, yeah, well, nothing changes with Squimpus. Um, he's waiting yeah. to catch their attention. So does this wizard look at him? Uh, yeah, she just kind of like, after looking at you, Sylvester, she's just kind of looking around to see if the furniture's still going crazy, and she catches your eye. Fix it. Fix it? I don't... I'm trying to fix it. I don't think I'm the one that did this. And she's still flipping, starts flipping through her book again. Well, this is not our doing, wizard. Considering you seem to be the only one of the magic arts... It's not like our furniture just up and moves by itself. Whoa. McSquimpus. Chill, dude. You gotta have some good vibes going here if we're gonna get anything done. Good vibes, Sylvester. There is a moving marlin up on our wall. <laughs> and she, um, she just turns the book around to both of you and she goes, This is a book on growing plants. It's about how to use spells to fertilize plants, and I just... This doesn't make sense. There's nothing in here that could affect this. Hmm. Useless. And Squimpus is going to look and search for maybe 
maybe another patron, another body, uh, controlling, you know, operating all of this uh, in the magic sense. Okay. Maybe hunched over a book, not, you know, out of view over in the corner. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if this would require... No, I don't think this is anything risky. So, yeah, you walk around the corner. Um, you don't see another patron around the book. They've all kind of fled the area at this point. But you do see a very, like, slim, uh, very lanky black cat, just a very smooth-looking cat, um, walking up to you. She's got piercing yellow eyes, and you know that this is Dr. Aptworth. She is the head librarian here. Uh, what was the name? Dr. Aptworth. Aptworth, got it. Aptworth, yes. Shout out to the random name generator. They pulled that <laughs> out for me. Wow. <clears throat> she goes, What on earth is going on here? Well, uh, ask Sylvester down here. Seems he is most comfortable with this with this doing. Uh, Sir McSquimpus, once again, I'm just saying chill out. We just need some good vibes going, and maybe we'll figure it out. Do you hear this, Doctor? We are but trying to figure this out, or at least I am. Do you know anything about this, Doctor? If I knew anything about this, I would not be here asking you about it. Well... And you can see she's, like, jumping on the furniture, too, like, trying to kind of get it under control. It, it's not, nothing's as lively as the footstool was, but it's still kind of shaking a little bit. So she's just kind of standing on it until it kind of calms down a little bit. And you hear her kind of meow under her breath. You feel like she's casting some sort of spell. Um, hmm. It is, Dr. Aptworth, both of you know, she is a very accomplished cat she is one of the most powerful wizard cats whatever familiar she's <laughs> i guess that's the best term for it um it's said that she was like familiar to hecate herself like this is if someone can solve this problem it will be dr Apworth. Mm. i do like glennon's comment in the uh, chat where he mentioned sylvester's in that catnip <laughs> Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's been, he's been digging yeah, deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got moving furniture, moving Marlin. Uh, the head librarian cat is <laughs> trying to get this underway. I hate moving Marlin, but I love it at the same time. Um, and there's still just sea shanties going in the background, like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, me bully boys roll. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't think of any because it's been a while since I played Assassin's Creed. But... Oh my gosh. Um, leave her, John. No, um, what would be... Okay. It's hard to imagine what would be causing something like this. Um... As a cat, yes, it is very hard to imagine. Exactly, exactly. If you want, um, you can give me, I can give you kind of a little hint if you want to do a library roll. Um, this typically isn't how it goes, but um, just to see kind of, you know this library, to see how well you know, if you know any sort of something you might have that would cause this. What number are we looking for? Um, you want to roll, 
okay, you want to roll under your number to accomplish librarian things, and yours is a five. So there you, you think the thought occurs to you, if something weird is happening that no one can explain, it's probably an artifact acting up. <clears throat> and do we uh, know if we have access to the artifacts or not? There is, you don't have necessarily complete access. Um, there is a guard outside of it that you guys, there's always someone guarding it. Um, it's kind of like just a section. It's like the restricted section at Hogwarts um, where it's just like the little cage kind of blocking it off. Uh, so there's someone guarding it that has the key to that that can let you in, but you will have to be like monitored when you go in, but it won't be a problem. I mean, you guys work there, so. Doctor, it seems in order to solve this, we will have to have access to the um, to the artifact zone. Will that be an issue at all? Uh, yes, quite. Um, that would be the best place to look. No, it won't be an issue. Just, just right, tell me that I sent you. Yes, uh, come along, Sylvester. Uh, Sir McSquintus, did you figure something out? Well, uh, you know me, I have it all figured out up here. Well, why are we going to the artifact zone? But do you propose a... Well, another point of origination for all of this? Well, I'm just saying, you know, we could go back to where the pond is and have a couple more fish, because I am actually kind of hungry right now. That's enough of that, Sylvester. We are going to the artifact zone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> As you guys um, head to the artifact room, you pass, actually, <laughs> this is something else I've been very excited to bring in. You guys pass the restrooms, which um, the employee restrooms are separate than the rest, because, you know, your cats. So you guys just have like a little litter box and you hear from inside just awful yelling, just poopy, poopy butts. And it's just yelling like weird things. And you watch as the, um, <laughs> the like cat flap opens to the restroom and a very like scared looking younger cat that's not, you can tell they just stopped being an intern, just runs out and goes, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt you, and you just hear, your mother's a hamster! Just absolute, <laughs> just insults. I forgot we had <laughs> <Yelling>. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, she must be new here, Sylvester. What? Who's new? The, uh, the poopy farts? No, the intern. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah. So this is. Uh, would you like me to explain it, Master, or would you? Would you? Like uh, yes, I, I would love for you to explain this because this so, is the one you picked. <laughs> I'm kind of proud of this one. I forgot entirely. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, within the world we have selected as players, um, which uh, Hudson graciously, gracious, graciously extended uh, my pick. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> my pick for this, big, which big is words. they're <laughs> hard, man. Grimpus <laughs> is already hard enough, and it's not even a word. Um, so yeah, so one of the features of our world here is a litter box with a potty mouth. It is sentient enough to curse at us and insult us. Apparently, is there anything you would like to add to that, Meowster? Uh, yes, the litter box is actually haunted by a poltergeist. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yes. yes. <laughs> so it's kind of like, <laughs> keeps the poltergeist to just 
or Moaning Myrtle, I guess, just hanging out around this litter box that has an absolute potty mouth. So, <laughs> is there is there a cat in this library right now staring at a TV that just turns its head around, going, "They're here." <laughs> Gosh, I've not seen that movie, so I don't fully understand the reference. Just, I know that's oh. from Poltergeist, but oh, uh, no, those... there are no. There's like an arcane window that this cat just kind of turns around and looks at you when you walk past. And it just kind of meows and then just turns back around and staring out the window. Excellent. It's <laughs> one of those naked <laughs> cats that with no fur. Just <laughs> gosh, that's terrible. Um. Okay, and so the Poltergeist uh, with the litter boxes in the restroom. Uh, yes. Okay, in that case, I would like to, if the door's kind of closed, uh, creak it open with a paw, just, you know, a little slight push, and, um... Whoa! Sir McSquimpus, what are you trying to do, dude? Do you not hear what's going on in there? Well, uh, clearly the intern has just run out, Sylvester. Um, <laughs> just push so it, it open. Is... Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> I was oh. say, it's like a cat flap, and you know that there's no one in there. Um, okay, it's yeah, like a yeah. single-use one, because there's like the little occupied slider thing, and it says open right now. That's how they lock the cat flap. Got I it. put way too much thought into this bathroom. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, in that case, instead of a door, he kind of pushes open just enough to get his little yeah. bulldog <laughs> Persian face in there. And, uh, how are we today, Mr. Ghost Man? And you just see this, like, very scrawny, like, jester-looking, just poke down from the ceiling and go, I'm not good! Are you good? Would you be good if you were in this dump? I'm excellent. Thank you for asking. Uh, continue on. The uh, jester said dump. Oh, <laughs> he just goes, <laughs> yeah, I did. Then he just disappears back into the ceiling. <laughs> Surrounded by morons. Well, can't imagine them being much. Are you the cause for this, Mr. Ghostman? He pokes his head back down and says, No. If I was, it would not be this boring. And then he pokes his head back up. <laughs> Dead end. Any ideas, Sylvester? Uh, with the bathroom, uh, Sylvester would like to go and drink a little water because he's a little parched from uh, the walking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's like a little um, water fountain inside of it so you can like wash your paws afterwards so excellent you walk in and um you see the jester poke his head down again and go hey you want to hear me say a cuss i'm gonna say a cuss and he just leans in really close and goes fart and just leans back just giggling like a madman classic <laughs> He's just, like, crying with laughter at this. He thinks it is the funniest thing that has ever happened. Uh, Mr. Jester... <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Jester, uh, or, how, how did you end up in this state? As a ghost? Well, you see, I died. That's usually how one becomes a ghost. You die. <laughs> you know... I put all the thought to the bathroom, not into how the ghost got to be in the bathroom. Well, um, let's see, let's see. Uh, Mr. Ghostman, um, why did you die near a litter box? Is that the case? Did you die in the litter box? 
It's a very embarrassing story. Litter boxes are not made for humans. You found that out the hard way. Mm. Um. It's very toxic. Did this jester stuff himself in st- inside of a litter box? <laughs> yes, he did. It's oh the my kind gosh. of like this litter <laughs> box is like the kind that has like the um like lid on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he got stuck in it. <laughs> that's, that's the end of my questioning. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you stink. And then he disappears again. Oh. Well. On. Yes, we should probably move on, Mr. Stinky Sir McSquimpus. Oh, excuse. You're excused. Should we continue on to the uh, architecture laboratory? That was where we were going, correct? Architecture laboratory? I don't believe so. I remember there was a word that started with an A, and I'm pretty sure it was architecture. Well, I'm pretty certain it was artifact, Sylvester. That was it. Right. Proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Smart boy. (laughs) Moving on. All right. So you guys continue on to the artifact room. Um, as you do, you see the books around here are more kind of spell tomes than just books themselves. Um, you have that you know that this is they keep the spell tomes here because it's kind of easier to keep watch over them. There's not constantly someone patrolling all shelves just because it's way too big for that. But if something goes wrong, you know there's a guard down this way so they can get to it quicker. So yeah, you guys approach. Um, you see in the distance of almost gilded, like golden, like gate, I guess, uh, blocking off a wing of the library. Um, and this in front of it, you guys see a big, like fluffy brown cat. He looks very like gruff and very serious and stern about his job, just ready for anything. And you guys recognize, I mean, you work here, you know everyone you work with. Um, this is named Bramble Pelt. He is Bramble Pelt. Bramble Pelt. Yes, these are all references. To, uh, these past two have been references to the Mabim Bam Warrior Cats bit, but they're all Warrior Cats names because I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Um, <clears throat> good day, Bramble Pelt. Okay, Bramble Pelt. Yeah. Ah, um... oh, good day. It's good to see you. And you see as he like softens up immediately as he sees you guys. Yes, yes, Bramble Pat. This is good to see another cat on duty. Um, we uh, we are here on behalf of Dr. Aptworth in order to solve a new mysterious magic incident in the lounge area. Hello, Bramble Pelt. Hello, Sylvester. How are you today? I'm doing well. I was just saying hello because I also did not get to say hello as Sir McSquimpus was saying hello. I see. Yes. Good of you to take initiative. But, um, yes, I've noticed that things have been a bit odd and you notice that there are a couple, like, more mounted fish on the wall that are just singing a chorus. Um, just like a barbershop quartet of fish right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining Beach Boys coming from the walls. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh. 
Again, on behalf of Dr. Applerus, uh, Bramblefelt, may we enter in order to maybe find a cause of these occurrences? Of course, of course. Um, you know, I'm supposed to go with you, but I mean, given the circumstances, and if Applerus sent you, then head on in. And you see he takes a ring of keys off his belt and just kind of unlocks the gate and sends you, uh, kind of motions his head for you guys to enter. Yes, well, we would be amiss if some furniture came chasing after us, wouldn't we? <laughs> At that time, you guys see um, another footstool come bounding down. He goes, go, go, go! And he slams the gate and locks it shut <laughs> behind him. He just stands there, just ready to intercept. <laughs> uh, Sylvester turns around back to Brumblepelt and is like, hey, Brumblepelt, remember, dude, stay fluffy. Stay fluffy. What are you? And then at that point, he gets tackled by the foot. <laughs> <laughs> He's just pulled out of his back. Just kind of pushes it off of him. <laughs> He's fine, though. Like, he's holding his own. Just wrestling with it. <clears throat> so, yeah. You guys are in the artifacts. Um, you, got, you look around. It is just shelves upon shelves. Kind of like curio cases. Um, just of random things. There's, like, there's a set of dice. There is a shoe. Just an old boot. You're not really sure what's going on with that. Just any sort of object you can imagine is stored here. Um, some of them have little placards in front of them. Some of them don't. Uh, just listing what they are. So you any, can tell. Any item we can oh. imagine. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Just curious. Okay. Yeah. Where are you going with this? Nowhere, I, nowhere. I was just, I was clarifying. Um, <laughs> Sir McSquimpus, it seems as though now we are in the artifice room. What? The audit? <laughs> it appears we are in the artifice room, Sylvester. Um, with your... Uh, uh, rather impressive intellect. What do you what do you suggest we do? Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, we should probably head back down to the fountain where we can get some grub, such as fish. No, no, that's not what we're. It's not what we're doing. Considering, um, oh, he just went a little country with that British. That that is Ooh. not what we are doing. Um, it appears we are locked in. Is that right, Master? That is correct. Um, you guys, well, you're not locked in. Like, you can leave if you want, but you're, like, the, he shut the door behind you. Okay. Um, well, uh, I would believe, Sylvester, that you'll be attacked on sight by any rogue furniture on your way there. So, if we figure out this, uh, this, this perpetrator within these, within these ancient artifice halls... I believe you can have as many fish as you desire. Oh, most excellent. <laughs> all right. That's all I could think of from the very get-go. I, 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 yep. I knew you'd eventually get it. Yep. <laughs> I was on board, but I couldn't tell. All right. <laughs> so so what are we looking at, uh, Meowster? Are we, is it just, like, bookshelves on bookshelves of items? Yeah, um... I'm sorry I keep comparing this to other things. This is how I visualize stuff. It's just kind of pick from things. Um, 
like Doctor Strange's Sanctum Sanctorum. Like it's that sort of artifact room. It, there's just glass cases just filled with things. Um, it's not necessarily a super long hallway. It's not as large as the rest of the library, but like it's it's a branching hallway. You can see that there's like um, labels over the doors. There's uh, cursed objects. There is um, magical jewelry. That sort of thing. Okay. Um, magical jewelry catches uh, Squimpus's eye, and he would like to. Does this entail possibly um, headwear? Anything that might be worn aside from you know bracelets and whatnot? Yeah. Um. I mean, jewelry is jewelry. Circlet is a type of jewelry, so. Okay, That's no, uh, more specifically, uh, glasses, that sort of thing. Glasses? Um, that would not be with magical jewelry. That would be with um, miscellaneous accessories. Mm. <laughs> That's over the the, um, <laughs> the haunted haberdashery, if you will. Oh. Ah, well, while you work on solving that, Sylvester, I will be, um, I will be right back. And I would like uh, to head... Sir McSquintus, where are you going? Oh, that's not of concern. I will be right back, though, Sylvester. Don't forget that fish. You're just going to leave me here? You have Hungry? it figured out. You have it figured out. And uh, I would like to um, really just very quickly rush on over to this miscellaneous attire, miscellaneous, uh, you know, section. Yeah. Um. I mean... Once again, I don't think it's anything... I feel bad not making y'all roll a lot, <laughs> but you haven't really done anything risky, so you've got the zoomies. You just zip on. Um, make your way. Awesome. To okay. uh, the Haunted Haberdashery. Great, yeah, so... Squimpus... That's the official name now. I just... Haunted I like the alliteration. <laughs> so. Yes, so Squimpus is looking for something very particular. He is a cat of of extraordinary prestige and, and class, and there is a rumor of a very uh, magical monocle that he's heard okay. of. It is All a right. monocle that can detect uh, uh, maybe other things not of this world. Something that okay. can appear beyond this world, yes. A metal detector. No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it is metal, it does detect, technically. Yes, that is what he's looking for. Something, a special set of glasses is what he's looking for. Okay. Um, you know what, I'm going to have you roll. Uh, we're just going to do 1d6, because that really doesn't pertain to control or zooming. So. It fell on 4. This would be a librarian roll, so you have to roll under your number. Uh, yes, you do, in fact. Uh, you find this monocle that you have heard legends of. Um, what is this monocle called? Uh, it's called, uh. Yeah, no, no. Uh. It's uh, Mistress's... Uh, <laughs> Madame Sia's monocle. Okay. Uh, you see this monocle. And uh, there's the little placard letting you know, like, this is, in fact, what you're looking for. Um, it is behind very thick glass. <laughs> um. 
Okay. Uh... So if you want to get this monocle, you don't have keys into this cabinet. You're going to have to somehow get into this cabinet if you want to steal this monocle. I'm not giving the cat a gun. Who said stealing? We are but uh, borrowing. Uh, Jesse, just give the cat a gun. No, this is the worst idea. I think that's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is there anything above this glass case? You know Um, exactly where I'm going with this. I do know exactly where you're going with this. I do regret to inform you that there are very nice, like, small chandeliers all throughout. Um, there are also, um, there's also, uh, another, uh, construct here that does patrol inside. It's not for security. It is simply, like, to keep things tidy. Like, you can see it over to the side, just kind of sweeping in the corner. Since you got only one success, um, that means that you have a complication, harm, or cost. Uh, Just to explain it out, the complication is that it is not going to be easy to get this if you do want to get this. But you did find it. You located it. Hmm. Well, I think, what is Sylvester up to? Um, Okay. Yeah, so Sylvester, uh, my first thought is uh sylvester's looking and he's trying to find a uh is there any lighting around here like a torch or a light bulb like is there anything lighting up the area or is it dark yeah there's like the chandeliers that are hanging from the rafters they're small ones just interspersed every now and then they only have like four candles on them and you can tell that they're like enchanted uh they're kind of purpley glowing so Okay. Um, does Sylvester hear anything out of the ordinary or see anything out of the ordinary where he is? You know what? Let's have you roll cat for that to yeah. see if you can perceive something. Just 1d6? Yes. Okay. Well, you're... Yeah, that would be 1d6. Okay. Oh, wow. I got a 2. Yeah. A two. Oh, you're a fancy cat. All right. Wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sir McSquimpus, uh, did you hear? I'm a fancy cat. Booyah. <laughs> you can try. Your little boots look a little sparklier than normal. Uh, <laughs> so this means you get special insight into what's going on right now. Um, so kind of the situation as a whole is kind of iffy. I'm not going to just outright tell you what's causing it. Um, But you can ask about the situation as a whole and get something less specific, or you can ask about, you know, something specific and get a specific answer. But you also, um, you do hear as your, like, little perception check, I guess, um, you don't necessarily notice like see anything out of the ordinary but down the cursed objects room um you hear just some hushed talking just some very quiet talking it, which room was it down the cursed objects hallway cursed objects okay all right and so now i get to ask you a question yes okay you get uh, special insight related to the task so yeah. i guess related to your perception can you can can I think about it? Can I get a, a couple of seconds to think about it? Yes, that's fine. Yeah. Yes. Right. In the meantime, 
Okay, so the only other thing moving in this uh, haunted haberdashery is this mechanical construct? Yes, and it is just sweeping. Understood. In that case... Are there any... Any more bookshelves? Um, there's not bookshelves here. They're all... Um, glass. It's all glass here. Interesting. Well, uh -huh. if there was anything possibly on a shelf across the room, away from this uh, this set of, this monocle I'm looking for, um, mm -hmm. is there anything on a shelf that is made of glass? Um, the entire, like, when I say the case is made of glass, it's like brass around the edges and like glass panes all the way around. It's not like a wooden curio cabinet that just has glass in the front. Right, 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 right. No, I'm talking about across the room. Okay. Oh, I get yeah. what you're saying. Is there anything um, maybe on the wall, like something not as important? I mean, there's a couple of shelves that have like planners and stuff on them. Great. So That's like all there's I need one to know. Kind of, like pasta plant or something. Yes, we're going know. to zoom across closer to this construct, uh, opposite side of this monocle, and knock something off the shelf. Okay. Um, this would be mischief making, I believe. Um, so this would be. What is your intention with this? Let me just ask. Get the construct's attention. Okay, this is a perfect example of using both your spell, which is zooming, because you are zooming past it to knock it off the shelf, and you are also trying to control something. Um, so you're trying to do a distraction, which is control role, like in an RPG. So you get to use all three dice for this. Okay. Um, should I write them down? We'll just... I'll, I'll name um, them off as... remember how many successes and how many failures you get. This is a cat roll, so you want to roll over a five. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, the first one is one. That is not over a five. Okay, that is one failure. Two, also under five. Okay. Two, again, also under five. <laughs> okay. So, this means no successes. It all goes wrong. <laughs> I suddenly um, do not like the way this game is built. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's good if you don't pick two or five. It's fine. Good but point. you guys went complete opposite ends. That's a good point. Um, it's going great for me right now. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so yeah. Yeah, you, you get a little case of the zoomies and you get an idea. So you're jumping from shelf to shelf, uh, or not shelf to shelf, but like case to case to try to get to this shelf that has a plant on it to distract the um, construct in the corner. As you're jumping, you slip uh, on one of the cases. Your paws just don't get the traction you think they should, and you just go flying across. Um, <laughs> you manage to smack into the wall, and much like a uh, like a cartoon, you just kind of slowly slide down. <laughs> and at this, you see the construct turn around and go, Sir McSquimpus, I would appreciate if you did not cause ruckus. And he begins walking over to you. <laughs> We're all fine here, construct. Uh, it appears this um, library is not built for the uh, for the, the the hero in disguise as I am. <laughs> and he just kind of picks you up by the scruff um, and is just talking to you and he goes, 
What were you hoping to accomplish, Sir McSquimpus? You see, I'm in quite a conundrum here. Um, <clears throat> uh, there seems to be a... Oh, would you look at that? Um, there seems to be an issue over in the corner. Uh, construct. That, oh. Is that someone trying to steal something? You should go investigate. Um. <laughs> uh. Persuade. Actually, this is not necessarily related to being a cat. This is more librarian. So make a librarian role. Um. I'm not. I guess this would be your specialty. Again, misdirection is kind of control. So roll 2d6. See, five. this is when we get into it. First one is five, five, and then second one is four, yeah. Okay, well, you are a fancy cat. Of course, um, yeah. So yeah, that is Who a success. Any but it's not... Just because you get a um, fancy cat doesn't necessarily mean it's a full success. That die itself is still a success. Um, but yeah, there is a complication to this, but you'll get to ask me a question afterwards. So... Um, you watch as the construct it still has you like by the scruff and it turns and goes oh dear not a th Ugh, my voice keeps changing oh dear not a thief and it starts walking and it still has you by the scruff but it has been distracted <laughs> from the position that you are in and you have your fancy cat if you would like to ask me for some insight on the um into what's going on related to this task um I don't really know what insight I can give you, but if you ask me a question, I can certainly answer it. You want to think about it, Matt? Yeah, and I, yeah, go I'll, I'll ask my yeah. question first. Cool. Yeah. That jump cut. Back to Sylvester. So, uh, Sylvester would like to ask, uh, what is the counterspell that will put all of these objects back into normalcy? Okay. I'm trying to think, because I have to answer this honestly. It's really um, related to the task that you were doing, but that's also related, so that's a little bit of a hint there. Um, the counterspell is not necessarily a counterspell. Um, whatever caused this, you're going to have to find whatever caused this to be able to reverse it. Okay. Is that enough? Yeah. Is that yeah, a good yeah. enough? Right. Okay. So yeah, <clears throat> it's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, probably. I, I almost did the Mickey Mouse laugh, but then I would embarrass myself because it's really bad. So yeah, that is your insight, Sylvester. McSquimpus, do you have your question, or do we need to go with Sylvester for a bit? I'm I'm working it out. So um, McSquimpus is really not cons. He he is his sights are set elsewhere. But he knows he would have to roll a cat roll to break this vice. Um, and knowing about this construct is not going to... Not going to um, help him. So... I suppose the insight to accessing this magical monocle... Mistress's, uh, <laughs> Madame Saw's magical monocle... Uh, how how would he access this? Um, 
What are the ways, aside from keys, that he can access this? I mean, the glass itself is pretty thick. It's like a good two or three inches thick, just so... I don't know how glass works, but this is magical glass. So it's it's that thick because when it falls, so it won't shatter just in case it gets knocked over. Um, the best way to get into this would be somehow like making it shatter, not from just like a spread out force. Um, you know how if you, it's like uh, if you like hit a window with a rock, it doesn't necessarily shatter. But if you take like the end of a spark plug and whack it, then it'll, uh, I learned things working where I work. (laughs) (laughs) If you take a spark plug and whack it, it'll, uh, it just, you need to hit it in just the right spot and the whole thing will shatter. Huh. Um, (laughs) you just opened up Hudson's world. Really? Is there any more information we can? (laughs) No, don't worry about it. (laughs) Hey, welcome to Fantasy Cats, where if we roll right, we get to learn more about crimes. Um, <laughs> that's literally why spark plugs like go missing out of cars is because people use them to break into cars you put them on a string and you just <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't tell you that legally well that's why they make it like, do you hit it in the middle or do you hit it like high on the edge on the edge okay. <laughs> on the edge well this way they, they like to make knives with like that little that little point on the handle so you just like yeah um I work at a jail. I feel like I should say, I work at a detention. Carly center. robs this banks for a living. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professional bank robber. <laughs> um. <laughs> I know weird crime things, but I know them legally. All My right. dog is screaming. I'm so sorry. Uh, so let's go ahead and try to wriggle free from this mechanoid here. All right. Uh, give me. How are you wriggling free? Um. So he's he's got he he's gotten, he is he has been detained by the scruff here. Yes. So he's gonna go for maybe like a like a push to try and push himself out of, out of like you okay. know use his paws and kind of just you know. Yep, brute strength in it. I got you. Well, you can't be real smart about pushing, you know. Yeah. No, I got it. <laughs> That's a five. Does that count? Yeah, that that was a cat roll. Um, that does because if you roll your number exactly, it's a success. You're a fancy cat. Yeah, that is how the squimpus so, do. So Cervix Squimpus just takes his tiny little paws and just pushes up against the hand yeah. of this monster as hard as he can, and he just kind of wiggles a little bit, and all of a sudden he drops to the floor, landing on his feet. Naturally, he's a cat. Um. Cats always laying on their feet. That's it's a thing. Yes. yes so uh, the construct just kind of looks down at you and goes, "Oh dear, Sir McSquimpus, you have escaped." And while you think about that, we're going to cut back to Sylvester. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester, um, what you got going on? Sylvester uh, would like to continue more into the uh, restricted area. Okay. Um, it kind of branches at this point. This is the entryway. Um, you have the jewelry section, uh, the haunted haberdashery, and the cursed objects. And Matt's character is in the haunted haberdashery? Yes. I would like, uh, Sylvester would like to go to the cursed objects area or into All right. the uh, restricted so, uh, area. So you kind of prance okay. down. Well, I guess you, Sylvester probably doesn't prance. 
Can he sneak? Yes, you can sneak. Um, can I roll for that? Yeah, roll, give me... Actually, as soon as you enter the cursed object area, that's a very good call. Um, I'm going to have you roll 2d6. Perfect. And and that is because my uh, my spell, is, spell sneak. is sneak. Yes. Wait, so right. go ahead and roll 2d6, and I will tell you what happens from there. All right, so... The first one, I got a one. Okay, so that is, see here, this is a cat roll, so you have to roll over your number. So that is one failure. What? <laughs> I, I got another one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so at this point, it all goes wrong. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, like, on the side. Sorry, I'm, like, on the very edge of the screen. I did not realize. Sylvester just um, took a Syl bullet. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvester, um, he ends up just walking. Sorry, there's a there's a mouse on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to fix your... Uh, what happened? Know, just, <laughs> I'm not um, sure. Sylvester ends up... He's trying his best to sneak down this hallway... As he does, though, he knocks into one of the shelves. And um, it, it's a smaller shelf. There's only one thing in it. It looks like some sort of weird glass orb, like a crystal ball almost. As he knocks into it, it falls off of its um, little pedestal that is it's on in the case. It doesn't break the case, but it just kind of pings around a little bit like a pinball. And at this, you see at the edge, or at the end of the room, there is a sphinx cat so like a hairless cat kind of hunched over and as this happens he's kind of muttering under his breath and he turns around and he goes who's in here sylvester good to see you and at that we're gonna take a break real quick oh. <laughs> interesting yeah sorry about that it appears um and london just let me know as well that the chat box and zoom has an effect on the Thanks, which I did not know, so now... Oh, cool. All of you, you guys know. just saw him telling me it's cool to take a break. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, that didn't happen, but now they know, so oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why it popped over to the side, got you. Yes, yes, so okay. now you know. Uh, Zoom chat. So yeah, we're going to take a quick little break, go bathroom break, get some food, whatever yes. you guys need to do. Um, we'll be back in about five minutes, so... All right. All right, see you then. This world is not our own. It may look the same for the most part, but things are different here. Myth is history, not legend. Welcome to a Rendezvous with Destiny, a Sky on Actual Play podcast. Forever, I am your GM, Luce, and with me today I have... Hi, I'm Graham. I play Elspeth Lockwood, the Guardian of Valder. Elspeth has realised that she is in a divine library. And she's definitely gonna at least at least make a hold, if not take out some books. Um, my name is Elfbeth Lockwood, and I have borrowed your copy of. Uh, does it have an ISBN number? I assume it does not. Uh, hi, I'm Will. I play Cleo Brewer, who is a chosen of Bast. I, I like like sorry sorry is is there anyone who 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 is looks like they are available but wants to fight? You just wipe this guy out completely. You, as soon as you clasp hands, you slam his hand into the table. If there's anyone watching this, I want to just do like, you know, the predator handshake with them. Hi, I'm Am, and I play Flora Watson, daughter of Summer Kong, the Monkey King. I have a backup plan if we can't figure out what the trap does. 
I feel like Flora's plan is just like to throw something down the corridor and see what happens. I was actually gonna just run through it really fast and activate it. I'm very fast, I'll be fine. All you can see is his he is face down on the desk and just sort of making a low groaning noise. You alright there, Mr. Hades? No. They have jumped upon Ra's barge and headed through an archway into the underworld. Oh, I haven't properly introduced myself, have I? I'm Loki. Nice to meet you. A Rendezvous with Destiny is available on Spotify, Acast, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you find your podcasts. Come follow us on Twitter and Instagram at rwd underscore pod. Hello! We are back. Um, Thank you for staying with us through the break. I have acquired a garbage man who got a haircut today and looks absolutely terrible because I'm the one that did the haircut. Um. But yeah, we are back to our cats. Um, Before the break, uh, Sylvester had just entered the Cursed Objects area. Um, The Cursed Curiosities is what the sign says. I'm trying to do alliteration with all of them. Uh, so the cur- cursed curiosities, that's really hard to say. And a bald bad. sphinx cat had turned around at his entrance and noticed him. So, Sir McSquippus, what's going on with you? Well, uh, it seems we are in but a predicament. This construct has uh, apparently noticed my departure from his grasp. And we are staring at one another. And it is time for me to, as they say, book it. So I'm going to run out of sight of this construct. Alright. I like to think that he's just completely narrating all of this. <laughs> just... Oh, Squimpus? Is he just saying all this yeah. out loud? <laughs> I like to think it. I don't know if he is or not, but that's that's my headcanon. It seems um, I have broken your grasp, machine. Um, it is time for me to, uh, as they say, book it. And... We're going to go for a zoom out of here. All right. That would be two dice because that's a zooming. But I have to get over five, right? Um, I did this not build this character well. Roll. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> but I rolled a five on the first one. Uh, I can ready? show you. <laughs> and then a one on the second, though. cat on the last one, too. So you still have a question. No. No, I... Because I... Cause I yeah, to escape, you rolled a five. I'm about to just start showing my rolls because this sounds mighty sus. Uh, but the second, the, Red se- is sus. the second one is a, it was a one, so I failed that one real hard. Um, okay, so does that it's, 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 out? Um, does that does that break my wait. fancy ca- fancy pants roll? Your fancy cat counter <laughs> is at two right now, so you have two questions. <laughs> I'm just gonna spoil uh, the entire story at the end here. Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, just keep breaking them up and then just really ask what, what what is McSquimpus's life after these events? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, um. uh, <laughs> so yeah you are uh, a fancy cat times two uh, from your earlier one, but you get a mixed success on this one, so you're trying to book it out of the way. Um, there is. I can do a complication, harm, or cost. I'm trying to decide what I want to do. Uh, you do manage to get out of this uh, construct's way, but in doing so, you 
don't think you're going to be able to come back for this monocle. You're going to have to give up the monocle here. So you can stay and not book it away because it is blocking you towards this monocle. Like, the only way you can go is out. Ah, alright. And with the speed of lightning, Squimpus and his majestic cape sprint out of this this entry. (laughs) Alright. So it is just a blur of gray as yes. he just zooms on out. He's moving so fast, <laughs> it's like like a cat cut in like a wind tunnel, where it's just yes <laughs> pressed against him. Um, <laughs> great. Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna run out and, s- and skid to a stop in this uh, this what is it a foyer area? This main area. Yeah. Okay. As you do that, you look around. Uh, you realize that Sylvester is not here anymore. Sylvester? Does Sylvester here? Sir McSquimpus? Yeah, he does. I'm not even going to make you roll for that. Alright. Down here, Sir McSquimpus! (laughs) Ah, right. Uh, (laughs) So, where where am I going to look? Is it actually down here, or is it like down some steps? It is just around the corner. Um, The cursed... Uh, curiosities is a little bit darker than the rest of them. The only illumination that comes is like on the objects themselves. It's almost like little arcane spotlights. Um, so it, it's a fairly dark room, but you see. Uh, so it, it's it's like I said, it's directly there. Sorry, I should have led with that. There's no like downstairs or anything. It's just a hallway. Okay, so I but, put my head into this hallway and I'm looking. Yeah, okay. sorry, that's not what you asked. I'm just painting word you're pictures. Good, you're good. <laughs> but but it does count as one of your questions, Matt. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Wait, does this, does this count as one of my questions? Um, does that count as okay? Uh, <laughs> sorry, you used all your questions. <laughs> okay, so what am I? What as one of my questions? I suppose my insights here. What am I looking at in this? It's uh, poorly lit, but, I mean, how many bodies am I seeing? What are their intentions, you know? Um, okay, yeah, intentions. You see, um, Sylvester just standing, you know, like he was trying to sneak around, but kind of gave up on that. Um, and you see down at the end of the hall, um, very ominously illuminated, um, you see the same cat that Sylvester saw, which is this hunched... Uh, sphinx cat just completely bald and as it turns you can see like a you get evil vibes from this cat like he failed his vibe check it is Mm. this is this does not seem to have any friendly energy coming from him um and you actually do recognize this cat he is another librarian he's actually um one of the artifact scholars here and for the third uh stream in a row here on spot hidden Sylvester is a lot like Kronk in the Emperor's New Group, where he is back against the wall, mumbling to himself. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, pretty much. Okay, so we got this evil, hunched-over, old, grumpy cat uh, with McSquimpus and his bulldog cat face at the entrance. And he has little wire-rimmed glasses, like little wire-rimmed glasses. Mm. Never good. All right. Okay. And, and, and what's the name again? I'm sorry. Uh, Crane is his name. Crane. With a K. Ooh, that is an evil name. Right? That's what the name generator gave me. Shout out to Seventh Sanctum. <laughs> nope, not that one. Shout out to Fantasy Name Generator. Seventh Sanctum I used for something else. <laughs> All right. 
Um, Mr. Crane, uh, it's so good to see you. What are you doing here in the Curse Curiosities place? I've already forgotten the voice that I gave him. <laughs> Sylvester, I could ask you the same thing. Uh, I was just roaming around, uh, just trying to find a bite to eat. Perhaps a fish. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes, um, he says, yes, yes, uh, we could all use some more fish, couldn't we? And at this, he turns back around and kind of mutters something, and you watch as there are more, like, fish. There's fish mounted all through this place. It is, you know, it's a cat library. There's gonna be like very cool stuff fish and you see as a particularly large red snapper on the wall it just starts kind of flopping and trying to free itself and its mount falls off the wall and it's flopping its way towards you hmm. uh so is this uh red snapper alive it's animated okay so it does not have like it's been stuffed Pretty much. Yes, okay. it's it's like the same as the furniture. Okay. Yeah, it it is having the same style of movement as the furniture did. Oh yeah. Uh, M Mr. Crane. Uh, I don't mean to be that cat, but uh, were you the one who just made that red snapper jump off the wall? And he just kind of turns back around to you and just rolls his eyes and goes. No, of course not. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for answering my question. <laughs> and can uh, McSquimpus try and uh, try and sneak closer, like kind of in between Sylvester and uh, Crane here? <laughs> yes. Like, um, into the wall. Stomach. Yeah, <laughs> <What>? man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Crane casting his spells. Um, <laughs> Yes, you can absolutely try to sneak. Uh, that's just one die, because this is, doesn't really pertain to anything. Yeah, no, I'm not really skilled in it, so... That is a one. Uh-oh. Uh, so yeah, that was a cat thing. Just mm -hmm. Sneak is a cat thing, so that is a failure. You also try to sneak in. Um, Crane is, like... He is on top of things today. He looks at you and goes... You're not so fast, McSquimpus. And <laughs> these voices are so bad. Um, I like it. I and like it. he kind of raises a paw and just slams it down on the book um, that you can now see. Like, as he turned around, he turned around with the book in his hand and he slams it down. Um, and the gate behind you that kind of, not the gate, but like the mall gate kind of thing, um, slams down and you guys are now shut inside this room with him. Good to see you again, Sylvester. Uh, same to you, Sir McSquimpus. Uh, it seems as though we have gotten ourselves into quite the predicament, with me still being hungry. He's got the munchies. <laughs> I believe your concerns are misplaced, as a uh, crane, is it? Uh, appears to be terrorizing our library and your fish. Well, uh, perhaps we should put his follies to an end. I like the way you think. 
and he just goes perhaps you can try and you watch as he like starts um flipping through the book uh you guys have a little bit of time to act here uh there's not really combat or turns or anything in this um just anything you want to do just kind of shout out i'm gonna zoom and uh try and push this book off the table and away from him okay Sylvester pulls out a Glock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you talking like 19? How many, how many, how big of a mag are we talking? All right. <laughs> he turned it sideways. Um, okay. So this would definitely be zooming. I, I would argue this is also control since you're trying to like manipulate the environment. Um, well, the first one was a two. So how many rolls am I getting? That one was a fail. You get three. Okay. Elliot, please sit. The next one was a six. So we got a two and a six. Okay, so that's one success. And the third one is a five. Yeah! Alright, so you're, once again, a fancy cat. <laughs> I know the whole game at this point. You do. That, that's it. That's the whole game. Oh, do you wait, not believe no, I me, Sylvain? I will show you right now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's... I don't believe. Okay, <laughs> hang on, I got you. So yeah, you do it well. You manage... Oh. Can you see it? Hang on. No, yes. I believe you. I there believe it is. Look at that. That's a five if I've ever seen one. Lens in with a background first play. <laughs> not even I believe you. It's okay. It's invisible. You saw it. You all oh, saw no. it. I'm sorry. I, I'm very insecure about my dice rolls. No, it's okay. We're very proud of you for your dice rolls. <laughs> okay, so, so we have a two, six, and a five. And what a were two, you doing? Five. That I'm, means you get successes. Um, you do it well. You do exactly what you set out to accomplish. Um, you can tell I've played Monster of the Week because that is the exact phrasing they use in that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, you manage what you set out to do. You zoom. You got the big zoomies now towards this uh, kind of it, it, it's uh, another cabinet that you can tell that he's kind of taken this book out of and set on top of. You spring up this and you just smack like as you're running don't even you just side swipe and knock the book off you skid to a halt on top of this uh, cabinet the book has landed on the floor and you are now face to face with Crane okay uh, so the book is on the ground which is what I said I'll do knock it off and I'm face to face with him yes um, you also still have your fancy cat question Yes, and I think I'm going to use that to ask: Was this book the source of his uh, his um, mis his mischievous deeds here? You get that idea. <laughs> okay. All right. Got it. Like looking at this book and how upset he is by you knocking it off and kind of taking it away from him. You you're getting some strong ideas that. That's what caused everything. There's just an aura coming off of it, too. Got it. <clears throat> so he knocks that book down, and he's face-to-face, -face and, um... Uh... By my knighthood, Crane, your deeds here will not go unpunished. And he just kind of, um... snarls at you and just kind of swipes. Oh, no. Uh... Do you want... I can I call Cthulhu dodge this? No. <laughs> yeah, like, because there's not really a combat system in this one specifically. That would be a cat roll to try to dodge. If yeah. Like to do. I mean, and you take nine lives of damage, you're dead. Yes, you have nine. 
Oh, okay, well, I, I failed the dodge roll. Okay. I rolled a one. So, okay. As he um, swipes at you, you try to dodge out of the way, and it kind of knocks you off balance, and he has knocked you onto the other side of the cabinet, onto the floor. You land on your feet. You're fine. But you are now on the opposite side of the book. Okay. Well, I'm going to look over. What is what is my friend here doing? My Yeah, uh, Sylvester, what you up to? Fish um, well, seeking for me, Hudson, was trying to sneeze, but have you all ever had one of those sneezes where you're about to sneeze and all of a sudden it just disappears? So all the time. Like an idiot. So, yeah, that yeah, just happens. It's the worst. <laughs> Sorry, my phone <laughs> is so dying. Sylvester, um, Sylvester is going to uh, try to pounce. And, uh, all right. To, yes, uh, Sylvester. Save, uh, Sir McSquimpus's knighthood. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would... I know what you're trying to argue at here, that it's defense. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like a, a direct attack like that is more offense. Okay. I will say. Um, but you can go ahead and roll one die. Okay. I got a three. A three? So that is a cat, so you needed to roll over your number. That is a success. Is your number two, Sylvester? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, I have a number two. Yeah. So you're just kind of pouncing on this guy. Um, It does work. Uh, You do have a complication. You kind of, as you pounce on him, he kind of swipes at you as you land and kind of digs his claws into your arm. Mm. Or cat arm. Leg? Leg, yeah. Um, so As he kind of has his claws in you, but you do have him pinned. Okay. Um. A crane, dude, chill. We gotta have good vibes here, man. This is not cool. You can't be going up on a night like that, you know. <laughs> he goes. Um, I cannot chill. I do not have chill. Uh, Squimpus would like to walk around this cabinet. Are we all on the ground level here? Or are we on a table? Um, he is on top of the uh, McSquimp or not McSquimpus. Sylvester and Crane are on top of the cabinet. You are on ground level. Got it. Um, in that case, I'm going. Squimpus is going to seek out this book. Um, Sorry, on, I have a very upset in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> he is ready to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Squimpus is going to look for this book and he's going to close it and uh, take it and try to um, uh, I, this sounds like a lot all at once, but yeah, try and get this book out of sight and out of mind. Okay, make a sanity roll. No, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just have D6. shut this book and um, as you do, you see what looks like a face kind of appear out of the front ah. and it goes um hey what you think you're doing you can't just shove me like that well i would love to try um and you this thing just kind of starts shaking towards you uh, trying to bite at you as best it can ah. um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. You ever do something and you're like, oh, this is a great idea, and then you're like, how am I going to resolve this in the actual game? <laughs> um, so, yeah, this thing is, like, biting at you. What are you doing, McSquimpus? Uh, 
it's not biting you. I mean, it's a book. So, like, it can't really move on its own super well. So, is this, like, a phantom or, like, a ghost that popped out? Or is the book itself talking? No, it's, like, the book itself had, like, a vaguely face shape on it. And then it kind of became more pronounced when it started talking. It's it's the book from Harry Potter. The one that Monster uh, has... Monster Book of the... Monsters, no. <laughs> it's not the Monster Book of Monsters. Okay. It, it appears, this book, I'll just kind of describe it real quick now that you're kind of getting a look at it. It appears to be bound in what looks like human skin, almost. Mm. Um, okay, in that case, um, uh, Squimpus is gonna, you know, take a step back. He wasn't hit by this book, but it's clearly speaking to him now, and, um, with that, he's going to, uh, um, Tell me, you paged beast, how? what exactly is it that you seek? Uh, it says, Paged beast, I deserve more than that. I deserve so much more than that. I'm... As far as I know, I you're causing too much turmoil, as a beast would. <laughs> and it just, this thing, this book just goes, Do you know who you're talking to right now? Do you know who I am? Your book. Are you the page master? <laughs> From the movie The Page Master? I've never seen this movie, so. <laughs> oh, apparently, this book um, is not. <laughs> one of y'all. I'm going to have y'all both give me librarian roles just to see if either of you do know what this is. Okay. Once again, not how this goes, but I roll like it. Three. Okay, so you have to roll under. You know what this is. I also rolled a three. Nice. Okay. You yeah. had to roll under, so that is a failure oh. for you. Wait. Your number, his number's two. And okay. it's a librarian yeah. roll. Librarian, you have to roll under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, backwards. So, you're too busy. You don't really have time to check this book out right now. <laughs> check this book out. It's a library. <laughs> you're too busy fighting Crane up on top of this shelf still. And, but you, McSquimpus, you've heard of this book. It is one of the most powerful tomes known to Cat. <laughs> Based on the, the binding in human flesh, the face on the front, the astronomical magic powers, you found the Necronomicon. What? The Necronomicon, if you will. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That that was not my plan with this, but it just kind of. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do. I still have one of my questions. Because I had I two. I used one to detect, like, you know, what is yeah. happening, and then you know, I think you do. If not, we're gonna pretend you do. Cause... Well, I walked in with two. I used one to sense what was going on. I earned another one while in here. I used that to. Uh, since what the book does, and so I believe I've one left. And in that sense, right? Yes. I'm going to yes. ask Meowster. Uh, since I, since McSquimpus knows this book, he might have heard uh, about what opens it and what closes it. More importantly. Okay. Um. 
what do you mean what opens it and what closes it? Like the book itself? Yes, and this might be through question of the book, what exactly it desires, because it is trying to figure out how to close it. He makes quotes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, this book did close when you closed it. The face was the cover. Oh, he's still talking. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, I'm trying to explain. Sorry, I should have been more clear. This book, like, it can open and close no problem. Um, the book itself is not necessary. Sorry, the dog is very upset. Um, the book <laughs> itself is not necessarily causing this. It was uh, Crane's intervention that caused it. Um, he is just using the book. The book is just a tool. Mm. Just a very powerful, sentient tool. In that case, um... Hmm. Elliot's breath smells so bad right now, you guys. <laughs> Let us see the garbage man. As would I you like I would like to see the garbage boy. There he is. I want to see my little boy. There's not a I'm whole lot going on up top. So bad. I am so sorry. <laughs> There's not many thoughts in his head. No, there is maybe one brain cell just kind of <laughs> going around like the DVD screen. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 um. Oh, uh. Uh, he almost experienced a thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, Squibus is going to, with that knowledge, um, he's going to jump up on the, uh, you know, climb the side of this uh, thing and help Sylvester with whatever it is Sylvester's doing, hopefully restraining, but we're going to find out when we get up here. Uh, Sylvester okay. has actually snapped the neck of Crane, and now... <laughs> oh, my <laughs> word. <laughs> <laughs> there's blood everywhere, Sylvester. <laughs> okay, so... Yes. No, so he, he's holding down Crane. Okay. Attempting to, whatever it is Meowster has. Okay. Uh, um. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Crane, dude. Uh, like seriously, <laughs> what are you trying to do here? I mean, you're really like causing a ruckus around the library. He goes. Um. He says, "Have you not? Oh, these voices are too similar. Have you not heard? These are. There are great things that exist beneath the sea." That exists beneath the sea. Think of how large of a fish that must be. Oh, well, uh, that is intriguing. I'd like to hear more. I'm gonna bop him in the head. <laughs> okay. Quick <laughs> <laughs> little bap. Yeah, can I go for like a real like hard bap, like a knockout bap? Uh, yes, that would be thwacking, which would be not one of your skills, but um, it was almost my skill, mind you. Yeah, that would also be offense. So no, no special dice, but. I rolled a four, which I believe is a failure. Uh, yes, because for cat you have to roll over your number. Um, so you <laughs> go to not crane out. You bop him on the head, and he just goes, "The fuck was that for?" No, that's the that's the book's voice. He goes, "The fuck was that for?" Shut up. Ugh. <laughs> Look, there are these big something. I didn't read far enough to see what it was. Exactly, but there's something beneath the sea that's been imprisoned, and it's, if it's beneath the sea, it's a big fish. We need to free it. 
Sylvester, think about it. Wouldn't you love to free a giant fish if we would have it all to ourselves? Oh, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love that idea. But just humor me for one second, please. Uh, I don't understand why that has anything to do with causing this ruckus in the library. I may have not read the incantations completely right. Um... It was supposed to bring back uh, great clue to clue, and he's like struggling to remember the name. Um, <laughs> something. It, it was supposed to bring it back and it, it, I think I pronounced something slightly wrong and it just it, it, it animated the fish here not the big ocean squid men. <laughs> He's just kind of embarrassed at this point. Well, the way I see it, Crane, a fish that big sounds like it could eat us as well as Sylvester here. And on the orders, of, uh, what is it, Doctor? On the orders of Doctor Atworth and my knighthood, we insist that you stop. This ruckus is too much, and we have enough fish in this pond. At this point, you hear the book chime in from the floor. Yeah, come on! Don't you want a big fish? A really big fish? Come on! Shut up! <laughs> uh, and it's like flopping around on the floor. Sir <laughs> McSquimpus, uh, speak for yourself, please. Uh, I would love a big fish to dine on. I just, I'm just... I'm accidentally realizing that I set this up perfectly for Hudson to betray everyone. <laughs> Again? <laughs> yeah, we can't assume so quickly. Um... <laughs> Uh, well, it's there a torch in this room. That is a good what? question. That is a good question. We yeah. it, it is that time where we should probably start burning. No, things. no, no, no. We we're not burning everything. But is there maybe a torch, like a maybe a, a oil lamp? There are um, kind of like torches on the walls. This is not as large of a room. Um, all the cases are mostly around the walls. There are torches on the walls that are kind of enchanted green, so it's like an eerie glow to it. So. Yeah. Squimpus would like to dart over to the nearest torch um, as quickly as possible while Sylvester is still doing his thing. Okay. Um, Give me a zoomie. Okay. Yeah. So, roll two die. I don't really know if this is control necessarily. The first one was a six. Um, and then the second. I'm sorry, Carly. You're not gonna like this answer. Fuck you. Did you get another five? Yeah. You need a new dice, please. It's the one. (laughs) It's the one Chaosium gave me. I don't know if they like rigged it. But they knew. Chaosium knew what was gonna happen, and they 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 got this this sucker on. They knew it before I knew. They knew. I'm so mad at you guys. I have crafted this library. I have worked all week on this. All two <laughs> days this week, and you're wow. going to burn it. Who said we're burning anything? Okay, so you do... You succeed super well. You you just zoom right onto this torch, and you have grabbed onto it with your claws. Am I doing like, so, a, like a bipedal thing? Like a yes, little shimmy with um, it? Yeah, you're like walk. You guys can walk bipedal if you want to. Mm. Um, you're oh, magical cats, but it's just easier and quicker. Usually, you guys walk around on 
four legs. Yeah. Sir, well, I need you to kill. In that case, uh, I'm going to trot back over to this cabinet and, um... <clears throat> Sylvester, do you know, as you might say, what is up? Uh, yes. It is usually the sky. Well, don't know what I expected. And I'm gonna trot over to this book and just kind of lay this torch down on top of it. Like, drop okay. it so it lands right on this book. Yeah. I'm even more mad now because I said this was enchanted fire. So not only <laughs> normal fire would normally not destroy this book. It's a magical book. But my dumbass had to make it magical fire. <laughs> so you watch as this like book just screams, what are you doing? What are you doing? As you just approach and as you just drop the torch on it, it just screams as it just erupts into flames. And it's just like, no, 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 no. This is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. And you, it's just screaming. I can't scream in the Joe Pesci voice, but, um, this thing is just, as you watch it, just disintegrate into ash. Mm. And at this, uh, Crane goes, you idiot! And he tries to push you off. And just kind of roll off with you, Sylvester. I'd like to make a defense roll. I like okay. It. I like how, it. <laughs> how are you doing this defense roll? What are you doing? Uh, if he is uh, pushing up on me, I'm going to push back down. Or He's no, 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 no. If he's going to push, then I'm going to counter roll. Mm. Okay. So you're kind of rolling into it almost? Yeah. So I'm going to use okay. that force that he's pushing up and roll with him to okay. get him on top. Cool. He's, when I, okay, let me explain this better a little bit. When I say he's rolling, he's trying to roll both of you off the cabinet. Okay. Onto the floor. So. Okay. Just keep that in mind. So you're rolling into this. So yeah, go ahead and give me, this isn't sneaking, but this is defense. So give me two rolls, or 2d6. Okay, I got a four for the first one. Okay. So that is, this is a cat roll. So you have to roll above your number. So that's a yeah. success. Success. And then I got a five. Okay, so two successes. You do this. You are trying, you kind of lean into this role as you know where this is going and you just end up just flipping midair it's almost slow motion as you two tumble to the ground and as you land you land on your feet crane does not the wind is knocked out of him uh he doesn't die this is library cats we're not gonna have a cat die but he is oh, just yeah. <laughs> oh god he's just the breath is knocked out of him he just kind of lies there with you still pitting him just <sighs> just <laughs> exhaling what's wrong crane cat got your tongue I <laughs> a great stream everyone I have to go <laughs> that was so well placed oh man okay um <laughs> Uh, Sylvester is going to pick this torch back up and uh, uh, sorry the dog's escaping <laughs> Sylvester it appears this cat is a traitor he's going to waddle over next to Sylvester uh, yes uh, sir Miss McSquimpus and you know what we do with traitors I do I do we burn them 
I'm gonna drop the torch. Uh, <laughs> are we not, Sylvester? Okay. Uh, I mean, I wish. <laughs> okay, I mean, we said, can't okay. have all this you know terrible magic happening in our lovely library. You know what? We're gonna. I have. I have a solution. You as <laughs> Sylvester says, we burn them. It just kind of zooms in on um crane's panicked face and then it zooms back out like it's a tv show because apparently this is how i narrate things and he is sitting in a chair surrounded by the rest of the librarians they're having the roast of crane ah yes there we go (laughs) yeah just the sickest burns oh my gosh the absolute sickest burns. yes so we're he says we burn them and then it Okay, and it cuts to that guy. And then it cuts to his roast. Yeah, that that's how he's punished. The comedy central roast of Crane. Yes. Yeah. And uh No calf violence. Okay, and and what is uh okay. So he is a what 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 breed was Crane? He is a Sphinx. Okay. Um And Sphinx Cats are the hairless cats, correct? Yes, they are, are the raw chicken-looking hairless cats. Are you thinking of a, a roast? No, right now, I, I've already <laughs> thought about it, so I'm not thinking about it anymore. Okay, so um, let's hear it. Uh, Scrimpus goes up to the uh, podium and yes, um, I would like to say a couple things regarding our friend Crane here. Crane, uh, Sylvester told me to tell you that uh. You resemble not just a chicken, a raw chicken at that, but a chicken's testicle. Oh. And you watch as um, Dr. Aptworth just kind of chuckles behind her paw. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, that's that's that was uh, Scrimpus's final roast. All right, Sylvester, do you have a roast, or has Sylvester already given his? Uh, yeah, so, uh, Sylvester, uh, kind of comes up to the podium, uh, with a fish and his paw kind of, like, eating that, and he's like, thank you all for inviting me here, uh, you know, I knew Crane, he was a friend, uh, I, he will be sadly missed, uh, thank you again, uh, it was a pleasure seeing all of y'all, I'll be back at the pond, have a great wedding. <laughs> It's a funeral and wedding. All right. <laughs> and at that, um, <laughs> we watch as uh, Crane just kind of hangs his head in shame, thoroughly regretting his actions. But you work in a magical library. This is not the first time one of the librarians has gone rogue. This will not be the last time. It's pretty much a weekly occurrence at this point. Um, and we just see... Sylvester and McSquimpus just watching on this roast as he hangs his head in shame. And that is Library Cats. That is a wow. lovely fish, uh, uh, Sylvester. <laughs> Where did you get that? Is that from the pond? Oh, it, it is. Oh, oh. It's a koi pond. I believe it's time, uh, I, don't know, I think I'll join you on your quest for fish here. And I, yeah, that if we're narrating like this, I'd like the final shot yeah. of uh, Squimpus to be prancing over to the pond. Perfect. His new friend, yeah. Trout Leap is there, just looking to get you. 
they're all that voice. It all goes back to that for some reason. <laughs> and I did not mean to cut your ending, but go ahead. No, you're good. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Sweet. That so, was yeah. actually pretty fun. Yeah, that's neat. I, I love these like micro RPGs so much. There is an entire webpage. I can't remember the link to it, but I literally just Google lasers and feelings hacks. Yeah. There's all kinds of these. There's Harry Potter <laughs> ones. There's um there's one where everyone's a magical girl, like um Sailor Moon style. Mm-hmm. Which I did consider that in making y'all play magical girls, but then I knew I would be roasted for it. Um <laughs> much like Crane. So yeah. Um definitely check out any lasers and feelings hacks because this is a very fun system very easy to just kind of set up i think this is also a great system for people like who are just starting out in rpg yes yes for sure this is the same system that honey heist uses okay yes um well it's not necessarily it's not inspired by lasers and feelings but like it's the same general idea Mm -hmm. um which in the credits of this it was actually inspired the two attributes were inspired by honey heist so this kind of has honey heist influences on it uh yeah so thanks again to roxanne ready for writing this um yes super cool go check it out on itch.io itch.io uh, <laughs> and if you made it this there's far, also they also have a coffee so oh Sweet. Yeah, yeah, if you've made it this far, and uh, if maybe if you're new or you just want something easy, as Carly has already mentioned, um, we, I mean, we've, and as you've probably been able to tell just from watching this, we've literally had nothing but a D6, and that was all I've needed. Yeah. I have a book, but that's extra. So, yeah, Pretty very, straightforward. very yeah. straightforward. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah. streamlined. For sure. I love, like, two-page RPGs. They're always fun. But, yes. yeah, um... If for some reason you're watching us and don't know what this is, we normally do Call of Cthulhu. That's yes. why, you know, we have Necronomicon and everything. Um, what are we doing? Oh, I didn't prepare an outro That's kind okay. of thing. That's okay. Yeah, Matt, so take over. Upcoming, <laughs> uh, we have a fantastic uh, one-shot with a good friend of ours from, uh, I, I don't want to get any names wrong here of, the of, of uh, you know, what, what happens elsewhere. What is the... Um... Table Tale. Yeah, Tabletale Games, and uh, yeah. uh, and our good friend Tay, he is a fantastic person and a great uh, DM and uh, player as well, and we're going to be doing a fantastic Call of Cthulhu one-shot with him uh, past that. Don't we're... know what it is. London texted me today and said, hey, I don't know what we're doing for this yet. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh. No, no. It, we we have to find out what we do. No, there's plenty of time uh, coming up to that, um, so that is definitely going to be figured out in the meantime, and because uh, I know we got... When is that again? Uh, next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next Tuesday. Yes. So the sixteenth. Sounds about right. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, there's so many. There, we're backed up with one shots on what we want to run. So there's plenty of options there. Um, and then past that, uh, Spot Hidden is looking to start its second campaign very soon. Uh, I don't know if we spoiled the day yet, so I'm not going to say anything. But um, spoiled. Announce the day. Um, next month. We yes, it is. It is coming soon. Um, but aside from that, yeah, we, uh, uh, I know Hudson, you've been interested in running something as well, but that day is yet to be announced. Yes. I'm not sure if we that, have, so. Stay tuned. Yes. Stay t- yes. Yeah. But aside from that, yeah, look I forward to the I to do my week. research for Hudson's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you, 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 there'll be a lot of history references in my Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and that's all you're getting. Um, but, but no, besides <laughs> that, yeah, look forward to, uh, next month and next week. Uh, for another Call of Cthulhu one-shot. And I believe that is everything. 
Excellent. Yeah, I don't know if we are supposed to thank Chaosium. Uh, <laughs> normally, they are our sponsor. So, yes, thank you to Chaosium you know, for the Call of Cthulhu, you know, esque uh, material and, and for the sponsor, especially with that stuff in, in particular. However, uh, Library Cats is not a, a product of theirs, but no, we also recommend this as well. So, yeah, and, uh, and a quick shout out to all the cats out there. And if there's any cats out in the, uh, the <laughs> chat watching, you yes. know. We uh, thoroughly enjoy your uh, audience. Yes, more True. specifically, any cool cats or cool kittens. Um, hey, cool. I should have opened with that, man. Say to all the, the cats out there, cats. let me just say. Okay, all right. <laughs> That's great audio for when this goes in podcast form. <laughs> and with that, we are closing out. Uh, thank yeah. you for watching, and stay tuned. Stay spoopy, y'all. That's spoopy. what he said. <laughs> <laughs>